Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall shall forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. <clears throat> o Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, unto us a child is born. O come, let us adore him. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion. For great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 33 on page 378. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for it becometh well the just to be thankful. Praise the Lord with harp, sing praises unto him with the lute, and instruments of ten strings. Sing unto the Lord a new song, sing praises lustily unto him with a good courage. For the word of the Lord is true, and all his works are faithful. He loveth righteousness and judgment, the earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as it were upon a heap, and layeth up the deep as in a treasure house. Let all the earth fear the Lord, then in awe of him, all ye that dwell in the world. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught, and maketh the devices of the people to be of none effect, and casteth out counsels of princes. The counsel of the Lord shall endure forever, and the thoughts of his heart from generation to generation. Blessed are the people whose God is the Lord Jehovah, and blessed are the folk that he hath chosen for him to be his inheritance. The Lord looketh down from heaven and beholdeth all the children of men. From the habitation of his dwelling he considereth all them that dwell on the earth. He fashioneth all the hearts of men, and understandeth all their works. There is no king that can be saved by the multitude of an host, neither is any mighty man delivered by much strength. A horse is counted but a vain thing to save a man, neither shall he deliver any man by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, and upon them that put their trust in his mercy to deliver their soul from death, and to feed them in the time of death, dearth. Our soul hath patiently tarried for the Lord, 
for he is our help and our shield. For our hearts shall rejoice in him, because we have hoped in his holy name. Let thy merciful kindness, O Lord, be upon us, like as we do but put our trust in thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 59th chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, your tongue has muttered perversity. No one calls for justice, nor does any plead for truth. They trust in empty words and speak lies. They conceive evil and bring forth iniquity. They hatch vipers' eggs and weave the spider's web. He who eats of their eggs dies, and from that which is crushed a viper breaks out. Their webs will not become garments, nor will they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace they have not known, and there is no justice in their ways. They have made themselves crooked paths. Whoever takes that way shall not know peace. Therefore justice is far from us, nor does righteousness overtake us. We look for light, but there is darkness. For brightness, but we walk in blackness. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as at twilight. We are as dead men in desolate places. We all growl like bears and moan sadly like doves. We look for justice, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far from us. For our transgressions are multiplied before you, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. In transgressing and lying against the Lord, and departing from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. Justice is turned back, and righteousness stands afar off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. So truth fails, and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. Then the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no justice. He saw that there was no man, and wondered why there was no intercessor. Therefore his own arm brought salvation for him, and his own righteousness it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate, and a helmet of salvation on his head. He put on the garments of vengeance for clothing, and was clad with zeal as a cloak. According to their deeds, accordingly he will repay fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies, the coastlands he will fully repay. So they shall fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. The Redeemer will come to Zion 
and to those who turn from transgression in Jacob, says the Lord. As for me, says the Lord, this is my covenant with them. My spirit who is upon you and my words which I have put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your descendants, nor from the mouth of your descendants' descendants, says the Lord, from this time and forevermore. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the second chapter of the first epistle of John. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is a propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Now, by this we know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Brethren, I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away, and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in the light 
and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness, and walks in darkness, and does not know where he is going, because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that, it, all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Here endeth the second lesson. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. 
Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. You know, our passage from Isaiah today is a sort of wonderful statement of sort of the condition of of you know our condition apart from God and, and God's fulfillment of the covenant in, in the Messiah. We for sure first should note that throughout 59 we have these same same words we had yesterday in the Messianic passage where the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. There's no justice and there's no righteousness. That that um, that's the problem in 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 Israel is that um, justice is administering your affairs by the commands of the Torah so that the poor are protected from oppression and everyone gets the rights that they're due and righteousness is the positive ordering of life by by all those by the commandments of the Torah so that what God has said in his word is carried out and life is rightly ordered so he says um, you know in no one calls for justice you know all these that he states this sort of uh, condition of, of captivity to, to evil. And Isaiah 59, 59 goes from that open opening confrontation of sin to, to kind of a confession where there's acknowledgement in verse 9 that justice is far from us and, and righteousness does not overtake us. And then it comes that, that the Lord saw it and the Lord saw that there was no man to solve this, so his own arm brought salvation for him. And, and is this language, if you put on the breastplate, uh, righteousness is a breastplate, the helmet of salvation on his head, hearkens to uh, Ephesians, that language about the whole armor of God. Uh, when you get the New Testament, that language really comes from, from this passage uh, that, that God, and this is sort of the, the framework of, of, of the covenant in relationship to Christ is that Israel is the sort of living illustration that fallen humanity separated from God is not able to fulfill the righteous demands of, of God's Torah. So God must do it himself. So he takes it upon him himself. The word is made flesh and, and dwells among us. And in the life and death and resurrection of Jesus, but in the life and death especially, we see the Torah fulfilled. Here is someone who does, who fulfills all the righteous demands of the Torah. And therefore, and it's interesting, it says that he, um, it, it talks about vengeance, how he will repay. And in um, this chapter, actually, there, there's, a, there's a sort of subtle allusion to what we see in Revelation in, um, 
where in chapter four, where um, John cries because he sees that there, there's no one who's present to open the scroll and it seals. And then finally, they see the this the the um, the lamb uh, who who can he takes the scroll and he opens the seals and he so he fulfills the covenant. And because he fulfills the righteous demands of the covenant, he also has the right to judge. And that's also the theme of Revelation. So some of those themes from Isaiah here kind of are picked up there. And so so God God accomplishes in his own person, as we understand it in the person of Christ, what Israel could never accomplish. And and um, and again, it mentions the, the, the spirit. The enemy comes in, the spirit will lift up a standard against him. So the father through, through the son in the spirit overcomes the enemy that Israel cannot in her own strength overcome. And then we get to, to 1 John. John makes this emphasis of um, that, that if we say we belong to him, we will, we will do the thing, we will keep his commandments. And I think especially we should think in John that the commandment John is focusing on is a commandment to love, because we, that we should understand there's a connection between the epistle of 1 John and the gospel of John. And in the gospel of John, Jesus said, a new commandment I give you that you love one another as I have loved you. So therefore the evidence that we are in his commandments, we are following him is that we're doing this, that, that as we've received love from Jesus in being redeemed, he's done this for us. He's, he's taken salvation and won it for us. And he shared it with us through the gift of the spirit. Therefore the evidence that we are, we, we are, we are, we belong to him as we're walking in his light and we're reflecting the love that he's given us in our love for other people. And if we, and he's this way says, um, if we say any, when he says he's in the light and hates his brother, he's in darkness, because that just shows you don't really understand, you know, you, you, you're, and it's a communal reality with John here. We have to understand that, that last chapter he said we walk in the light Walking in the light is walking in the light of Christ himself, but it's also walking in the community. And this is, this is something that's really significant about, about the church is that, you know, in our time, Christianity sometimes becomes very individualistic. You know, I, I have my own faith. I'm saved. I don't really need to go to church. Um, but the, the reality of the, of the body of Christ is it's the place where love is practiced in action in real time. And we need the church not, I mean, you know, we all ought to because the Bible says, but we need it because we need to learn how to really love other people in real time. And the church is the body of Christ is a place where we are connected to people and we're engaged in that give and take and where, where love is real. It's hard sometimes, but it's real and it must be practiced. And so as we walk in, walking in light means walking in the community where we're practicing love. Love is not an abstract, warm feeling I get to have all by myself. It's something I actually practice in real time in, 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 a, in a real community. And that's what shows it's real. And remember that in 1 John, a lot of what John is, is aiming at is this ancient heresy called Gnosticism, which tended to say that my salvation can be, you know, it's a secret esoteric thing I have in my heart that I can separate from what I actually do. Uh, one last note on 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 First John is is this um, verse sixteen: For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, 
kind of harkens to those three enemies of the soul, the world, the flesh, and the devil. You know, the lust of the flesh obviously pertains to the flesh. The lust of the eyes is that um, pertains to the world. We, we, we look out in the world and we see things we want and we desire them. And uh, then, of course, the pride of life is sort of that, that, that demonic, I'm self-sufficient. And we think in terms of how we combat these things in the spiritual life, these are the foundational disciplines of the spiritual life, is <clears throat> fasting, that sort of self-denial that combats the lust of the flesh and moderates it and disciplines it by learning to say no so we can say yes in the right way. And the lust of the eyes, the acquisitiveness I want, is is combated by this practice of generosity where rather than wanting to acquire and take we learn to give we learn to be generous and content and then the pride of life is combated by constancy in the life of prayer where we stay connected to god and continue to remember our dependence upon him that we're not self-sufficient that that he is the one who has earned salvation for us and we are saved as we stay connected to him so a few thoughts about the lessons today Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Let us all authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about... Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, then unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. 
Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Thursday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Katie and John. Thank you. There they are. Hey, little kids. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye bye.